tit for tat for every tit. There's a tat, tit tit tat tat tit tit tat tit for tat. Thomas and Miranda, a dude and a queen. <laughs> and that's how we start the show, everybody. <laughs> <sighs> hey, all you two tats out there, it's the Tit for Tat show. Yay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the giant drag queen hostess, Veranda Lanai. Lanai, 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 yes, legendary. It's my time of year. It's summer. It's Lanai season. Yes. <laughs> Get off the porch, bitch. <laughs> And that would be Mr. Thomas. I was just expecting a big woohoo, Chris. Not this time. Mother. Oh. <laughs> oh, and that would be the icon. Go ahead. Daddy. There you have it. Yeah. Did I stomp on your line? You did. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get off the porch, bitch. <laughs> Don't glare at me. It's unsettling. Uh, producer Daddy. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So how are you enjoying the summer? It's almost over. I know. Oh, ish. Ish. Yeah. Very sad. When ish. Starbucks starts with pumpkin spice, oh. right? They did today. I get right. depressed when I schools even. start opening back up. Yeah. Because like the community pools close, what's up? Yeah, with that? that's true. You're right. Really? You're right. Yeah, yeah, they do. Wow. Oh, I ain't gotta worry about that. And well. I feel like I feel like they go back <laughs> earlier now than they do when we were younger. They do. You know what? My um, what when my birthday hit, I knew summer was over. Yeah. What number was that? and then i knew like labor day because we started later so we started either right right before labor day or right after labor day depending on how it fell right so either we got a holiday which was kind of weird yeah or we just started right after so i knew that once my birthday hit school was just about ready to start yes so it's right it's right about that time so now they're starting like Uh, Mm mid-august well some mm -hmm. of them are yeah get them off the streets yeah right Yeah. yeah, yeah i say keep them in school all year in masks in masks. Right, in yes. Masks. Our school district had a had a heat day today because of the mask requirement. Oh, because it's so hot. It was, no yeah. AC and fans, and the kids have to yeah. wear masks. So they called the the kids off of school today. That, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't think we'd be able to survive back in my old high school. Ooh, well, naughty. that was before mm-hmm. air conditioning, right? Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> it certainly was. <laughs> that school was old when I was there. It what? was it was nineteen twenty one. It's like Methuselah yeah, time. Right. Yeah. 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 Shut up. <laughs> oh. oh my. So I wonder how our titty tats are doing. I do too. Are they? Ooh, that that that's that's a bad sign if you're if you're right. wondering who I'm wondering. <laughs> well, let's see what y'all have to say. I hope you're enjoying your summer, but let's see what you got for us. Right. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Hi, sisters. Hey, sis. Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. My question for Equality Ohio, who will be our guest today. My question for Equality Ohio is that 
is. Boy, I can't even talk. Or read. This is terrible. Go right? back to high school. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Barron, where are you? That's my English teacher, right? Oh. Yeah, I miss her. All right. Uh, my question for Equality Ohio is, what are their thoughts on gay slurs? Mm-hmm. I've been hearing more and more the typical and the new alphabet people nonsense. Correct. Do we take them back or condemn them? Mm-hmm. This is from Tony in Arizona. I, you know what? I've always had an issue with at least the main gay slur. Correct. Um, and it just it always just kind of puts me in a I, I, I want to fight. Like right. mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you off. I'm gonna tell you why. Right. But I think I have a more of an issue when our gay population says the gay slur. Really? I do. <clears throat> I don't think we're reclaiming it. I think we're just perpetuating it. Wow, it'll be a really good thing to hear a different, like, that perspective, you know, yeah. from Equality Ohio. Now, you hear queer all the time, and I, yeah. I'm i kind of, yeah, because to me, queer was a bad word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you were called queer, that was the alternative to saying the F word, right. the F bomb. So, you know, queer you, still has a trigger moment for me. Right, because you are old school. I'm old school. Right. I am. OG. You know, and I hear people say, oh, that's so gay. <sighs> right. You know, I, I don't know. If, it's so weird. I didn't really have too huge of a problem with that. But I, it was strange. Yeah. But, you know, grown people are still saying that. Yeah. Which is yes. kind of irritating. Yeah. Yeah. But you can, you you know now, like, the the in the political realm, the alphabet people yeah. You know, that pisses me off. Does it? Oh yeah. That's gonna be a very good question. Don't don't push me down into into a um it's not a slur, it's just basically a pointed way of saying, Oh yeah, you people. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is kind right. of a slur. Right. Yeah. But I mean it's <laughs> right. It it's it just it just knocks it down to so uh, such a different level yeah. that it, you're not saying the F word. Right. But you found another way. You're yes. euphemizing it. Is that a word? I mean, a, it's like a euphemism, but it's just as bad. Well, it's euphemism is meant to be funny. Oh. You know, I always thought it was just a another way of saying what you really no. mean. It's, but it's another derogatory the, way yeah. of saying, oh yeah, right. The alphabet people. Yeah, it is. You know. It is now like the not so clandestine slur, right? Mm. Right. right, and they're saying it in that tone of voice. Correct. You know, and th- you know, you know what they're doing. Right. Because they know if they say the other word, they're going to get blasted for it. But right. you know, this is another way of saying, "Oh, those alphabet people." Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, but I will be very interested to hear what <laughs> the Equality Ohio yeah interview has to say about what that. What do you think about the the slurs? You know, it's. I understand what you're saying. That F word for me is fighting words. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not as offended in a group of gay men if that is said um, as as you are, but I understand why you would be. Um, but other than that, queer is fine for me. But again, it's almost like who's saying it and what was the yep. intent of it, yep. you know? So it's kind of like... Let's say this, allies. Let's just avoid all that stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, and the alphabet people thing, I agree with you 100%. It is just now uh, an excusable way mm-hmm. to semi-slander, you know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Oh, enough. Ugh. All right, on kind of a similar note. Oh, no. 
Hello, Titty Tats. Hello. Hi. I'm so confused. Uh-oh. I thought electing Biden would secure our rights. It seems things are getting worse by the hour. If elected officials aren't the key, what do we do? And that's from Helen in Baton Rouge. Hello, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> Baton Rouge, I love it. Whoa. But oh, you know, oh, 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 that's the French Pierre. We're not going there. <laughs> Great. Now it's going to be stuck in my head. Oh, sorry, Helen. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's not necessarily Biden. You know, it's it's your it's now become your local and state officials. Right. It is still political. They're the ones right. that are passing state legislation and citywide legislation. So that's where it's really coming from. If right. it gets pushed to the House and the Senate, now it's a huge deal because now it affects it affects the nation. Right. But I do kind of get her point. Yeah. Because you kind of felt like things would be easier. Yeah. And that boomerang effect that we've talked about a million times. Yeah. We are on the backside of the boomerang, I think. We are. And yeah. if you think about who's controlling what. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I feel for you. I've, and, I've, we're, we're in a red state. Right. And even more importantly, who could be controlling what come November. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's scary in itself. It's, it is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so funny when you hear people. It's not funny, but it's interesting when people say, um, you know, oh my God, why do we have to have, and this is coming from non-allies, Okay, put it that way, you know, uh, all this LGBT stuff, all these alphabet people stuff, and, yeah. you know, uh, why, why can't we have straight prayer? Why can't we do, I said, so right. are your rights being taken away from you? What? Tell me why you think you need to have these things when we're the ones who are, could be kicked out of our home, could lose our jobs in any given situation anywhere. Right. Uh, especially, uh, um, well, without in right. certain states. But you know what I mean? Like, right. How, how can you still say that and without even thinking about it and mean it? Like, right. Ugh. Well, and I will say to you, Miss Veranda Lanai, you have become a lot more outspoken and a lot of caps on your Facebook page. <laughs> So maybe send some love to Miss Lanai and get shouted at on Facebook. I yeah, some people have been really kind of yeah. pushing my buttons, and yes. I'm normally not that. It's a new streak. I like it. It's it's really hit me hard, and I'm like, you know, yeah. I I didn't fight this long and hard right. for you to keep pushing my buttons. <laughs> God knows I do not want to push those <laughs> buttons. Do not push her buttons. No, no. Oh. Oy. All right, Chris, save us. All right, let's see what we got. Hello, you nuggets. What? <laughs> <laughs> Am I chicken? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. I had to write and tell you what the show means to me. I grew up ashamed of who I am. I live in a small country town and never knew any community members. Suddenly, I have tit-for-tat show and feel like I'm part of a big gay family. Thank you from Blake in Queensland. Oh, how wonderful. Oh, down under. Oi, oi, oi. Thank there you. you Yay. Don't leave me hanging. <laughs> and now suddenly I immediately picture Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. I know, right? And poor Blake sitting yeah. in that little bar town right yeah 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 well you are a member of a big gay family that's right that's right yes mother's here 
again, it still it still boggles my mind that we're reaching the far reaches yeah. of the globe. Yeah. Um, How nice though. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. Much love, darling. Much love to Yay. Queensland. Say it in Australian. Don't. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I no, caught myself. No. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't give me that. No. Ian. <laughs> All right. Hello, Titty Tats. Hello. Hey. My adult son got me to listen in an attempt to broaden my culture. Oh, huh? boy, which episode? <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared to be that broad. <laughs> I am, however, super glad I did. Of course. My vocabulary has grown in astonishing ways. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine. I really can't. <laughs> I just read the rest of this and it made me laugh. And caught myself at Disneyland asking my son if he thought Mickey was a furry. <laughs> 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 oh, that's from Don in Orange County. Oh, Don. That's a win. <laughs> that's definitely a win. Wow, wow. I guess Mickey could be a furry. <laughs> I guess. I, I don't even want to think of it that way. We'll save that for the sex therapist. I guess. When I, I lived right? in Orlando, I knew a lot of cast workers that worked in Disney, and mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of stories about those in those car- in those costumes. Shut up. Swear. Oh, Swear. Wah, wah. Wow. We're going to have to have Chris as a guest on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Hello, Tit for Tat show. Hello. Hi, I can honestly say the show has made me a better ally. I never knew about trans or non-binary issues, let alone hearing actually from their own mouths. I am a strong believer in pronoun use now. What are the preferred pronouns of the show members? And that is from Scott in San Luis Obispo. Wow. I don't don't think we've ever spoken about pronouns. No, maybe briefly, but... Yeah. You know... I guess I I kind of use all of them. Oh, I can say I can use all of them. Is that considered a non-binary pronoun usage? No, I mean because when in in my professional life, yes. I do go by he him. Oh, in my drag worlds, you know, she, her, yeah, or they them. So actually, the they them kind of covers both. Okay, and I've actually had in the back of my mind that when I do meet somebody, I immediately refer to they them. Really? Because I don't know what their pronouns are, huh. and it kind of broadens the spectrum. So you're paying pronoun. I guess so. What about wow. you? I am really he, him, right? Yeah. That's that's it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Chris, sis, what about you? Sis, what are you? I go by daddy. Right. <laughs> yeah, he, him for me. Yeah, and it, you know, I'm seeing more and more that people are putting their pronouns in their email signatures. Yeah, I've noticed that too. Yeah, or in their um, social media handles. Um, and you know what a what a great uh, positive movement forward to give someone the opportunity to understand that looks are not um, the definition of who you are. Right. Mm-hmm. And people mistake that. Yeah. And it's blowing some conservative minds. Sure. <laughs> oh, oh, hell yeah. I wish it'd blow more of them. <laughs> right off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. daddy, daddy, yeah. daddy. Yeah. 
that was something I did not need to hear. Are we moving on? Yeah, yes. we are. <laughs> Please. You're Please. questioning that? Hello, titty tats. Hello. It so seems like we are constantly under attack lately. I honestly do not know what I can actually do to help stop this madness from Leslie in L.A. Well, we can ask our guest. Yeah. There might be some very, very great insights. Yeah, absolutely. And that carries through not just from Ohio. Of course not. It carries through for anywhere. Right. You know, but also take into context if I'm sure there are some uh, LGBT groups that are out there that you can help volunteer for yeah. or learn about or yeah. you know there's there's a lot of ways to make that happen right and, your and, yeah. representatives yeah absolutely yeah. Mm-hmm. that's a good way to start that's a good way to start keep up keep it up keep it up all right dear tit for tat show hello dear thanks to all the info you provide uh-oh i was able to start teaching my high school class about the astonishing number of countries that are disseminating our human rights. You most definitely taught the teacher a few things. I'd say and then some, Cheryl, yes. from St. Petersburg. <laughs> yes. We, we gave you more than that, Cheryl, a lot more. <laughs> you probably can't teach it to your kids. I was just so. going to say, let's I'm glad not... that turned out positive because I thought for sure it was about to be a sex ed. <laughs> I did too. Right. I did right. too. Yeah, I did too when I read that to begin with. <laughs> oh, All man. right. Hello, you gorgeous hose. Well, I'll take the first part. Hey, baby. <laughs> and it is a questionable spelling of ho. Oh. Yes. I love the show. I love how you are able to swing from the dire to the absurd and keep me laughing. I honestly feel like I have three crazy friends. And for a 78-year-old cranky queen, that means everything. <laughs> and that is from Stu in Naples. Hey, Stu. Why are you calling us hoes, Stu? We love you, Stu. Yeah. He's trying I to mean, be hip with the times. Is that it? I, well, I guess. <laughs> okay, because literally Stu called us a garden tool. <laughs> we still I can work with that. You do. Uh, I can work with that. <laughs> yes, we do love you, Stu. You do have three crazy friends. That's right. Keep on <laughs> listening and share it with all your friends in yes. Naples, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I know. Dear Titty Tats. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My husband and I listen constantly and multiple times of our favorite episodes. Oh. It honestly got us through quarantine. Our favorite episodes focus on the three of you just chatting. What are your favorite types of shows? From Ken in London. Hi, Ken. Don't you do it. Hubby, hubby. Don't do it. Oh, do what? Fall into that. I'm not going to fall okay. into the abyss. That horrific <laughs> British accent. <laughs> <laughs> Great, now I'm going to do it. No, I'm just kidding. No. <clears throat> no. Um, so, Hairball? favorite episodes? <laughs> favorite types of episodes. Oh, t- favorite types of episodes. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, I mean, we, we do mix it up quite a bit. We do. So, 
I don't know. I, I do love, we'll see, I like the pre-show stuff because we're laughing, <laughs> we're laughing our asses off so much. I wish we could share that with you all, but, yeah. you know, we got to save some for, for We'd ourselves. We'd be arrested. <laughs> and some of it we cannot air. Yes. Absolutely. We'd never hold office, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, while I love our guests, Yeah. I do love hearing from our titty tats. Oh. I think that just makes makes me feel or warm, warm and fuzzy because of where they're coming from and yeah. what they're experiencing yeah. and knowing that they're listening and they're finding some kind of joy or education from it. Yeah. So from us. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, I kind of like the shows where I'm surprised. Ah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, you go in with a little prejudice. I guess. Let me like, take my wig off. No, I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess prejudging more than prejudice, so yeah, to speak. Yeah. But um, I love when I'm surprised, like when my expectations are a little lower and yeah. I'm blown out of the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite time. But of course, I agree with, who is it? Uh, Ken in London. Yeah, I agree with Ken. I love when the three of us are just chatting too, you yeah. know. So yeah, what about you, Daddy? Um, <clears throat> I'm kind of with Veranda. I love when, well, like there's, there's this one episode, I think, um, about a handful of months back where it was just like, we each had like six emails to read and yeah, go through yeah. and just really, really engage with our listeners. And they were everywhere from off the wall, hilarious to, you know, kind of serious. And I, I like that mix, you know yeah. what I mean? Where we can joke and have fun and, and be a little fucked up, but also, you know, address issues that are important to the community. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know who's fucked up around here. I was me. just going to say, <laughs> I may have to take an issue with that term. <laughs> is that the other F word? That is. <laughs> that is. Like the is other really? white meat. Oh, no, it's not. Okay, yeah. yeah I've heard God. you say that more times than I can count. Yes, you have. <laughs> and you will. Uh-huh. Oh, good mails. Yeah. All right, Titty Tats. Thanks for writing in. And yeah. uh, keep on sending us your your love letters yes. to us here at the Tip for Tat Show. Yes. So stay tuned. We have a special guest from Equality Ohio who's going to share with us some things that are going around the state of Ohio and uh, not those things. I was going to say, what, what should we know not about those here? things, ho. You know? <laughs> I haven't said a word. <laughs> it's just the look, Sonny. It's okay. just the look. It's like it all the time. Yeah, I'm excited. Absolutely. So stay tuned. Hey, all you titty tats listening around the world. Now you can take the Tit for Tat show with you wherever you go by listening on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, and all your other favorite podcast streaming services. Catch up on all the advice you missed from our Just the Tip segment. They're trying to get him a date and they want him to be 11 by 6. <laughs> they want him to be satisfied. Correct. They have a ruler at the door. <laughs> Celebrity interviews. Bowie or Jagger? Jagger. I, I don't think I've ever jacked off to Bowie, but I promise you I've jacked off to Jagger. Ah. See, this isn't like the interview you normally have, is it? And the nonsense that goes on between Thomas, Veranda, and Chris. Fuck you both. <laughs> I've got him tell, calling me filthy. I got you queens driving me crazy uh, while I'm one and one queen and one only shut fan. Up. <laughs> one only fan. Remember, if you have no one else, you've always got us. Hey, Mr. Thomas, we're back. We're back. Yes. So I am super, super excited for our guest today. Me too. Um, you know, 
I've known this person for such a long time, you know, uh, being a Cleveland native. And this is how I got to know her through all the nonprofit work that she's done up here. Yeah. And she took this big giant step leap forward um, and started working with Equality Ohio. Uh And the passion and vigor uh, to making sure that our Ohio LGBT family is being represented and everything's being watched over and we're, we're getting to know what's going on. Right. At least in our state, which some of it transfers over. Of course it does. Um, but this fabulous person has such a huge heart and is such a sweetie pie, but she is fierce as hell. Good. Please give it up for Miss Alana Jokum, darling. Miranda, thank you so so much. What a kind, kind introduction. And Mr. Thomas, so grateful to be here tonight. Oh my God. We are so grateful to have you because a lot of times the show gets a little bit silly and we do the celebrity thing and are entertaining, but you know, there are some things as uh, LGBTQIA people that we have to kind of put that aside for a minute and really focus on what's happening, you know? And that's why we're so happy to have you because there's a lot happening right now. Yeah. Oh, you're not kidding, friend. So much, so much. Well, what can you share with us? Well, we have quite the the mixed bag here in Ohio, friends, as I know you know and have seen in the news over the last many weeks. Um, we still have positive momentum on the Ohio Fairness Act. I want to make sure that people know that. That's adding basic non-discrimination protections in housing, employment, and public accommodation to statewide law. It has been introduced with the most bipartisan support we have ever seen in the more than decade it's been introduced this session. And we are actually gearing up for hearings on that this fall. So that would add protections for our community in ways that local laws in some places have, but in many parts of Ohio, in the majority of our rural parts, simply those protections are completely lacking. So that's a good development and stay tuned this fall for some positive momentum on hearings there. Um, But very sadly, we are really seeing our legislative um, people at the state house attack us, especially our transgender youth. We have seen more uh, anti-transgender bills introduced this session, specifically aiming at youth in sports than we've ever seen before, more momentum around them. And in the budget season, right before the beginning of summer, they tucked in what is called a medical conscience clause um, that gives people a license to discriminate in health care, and it disproportionately impacts LGBTQ folks who, frankly, are struggling to get competent health care in the first place. Right. That actually was put into the budget and passed and became law. Um, it would never have passed as a standalone bill, so it was an extra sneaky attack to use the big budget to try to hide that. We illuminated it. We fought like hell against it. We didn't win. It was part of the overall bill, but we are still fighting to limit the the recourse of that provision. And that is so frustrating. Yeah. You know, to incredibly have, to have the word conscience in that bill, it's like uh, that's an oxymoron to that to that effect. <laughs> yeah, one's conscience should be in providing care. The Hippocratic oath yes. requires yep. the best care to be provided. Yet this gives anybody in healthcare, and that's the hard part, friends. It is really broad. It is from the person at the front desk all the way up to the top doctor wow. being able to say that, you know, my moral and ethical conscience 
does not allow me to provide this service or this procedure. And we know that most of those services or procedures are inherently intertwined with LGBTQ identity, especially right. for trans folks receiving hormones mm-hmm. or folks living with HIV uh, receiving PrEP or um, birth control for anybody for many, many reasons. All of those services become in jeopardy because of a person's decision that it doesn't it doesn't land in accordance with their moral or ethical beliefs. Right. See, right. I didn't think I didn't think it started at the at the, the minute you walk in the yeah. door. I thought that it was yeah. more of the the doctor's treatment versus, you know, hi, let me take your insurance card. Oh, nope, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's really hard. It was written so broadly. And, uh, and, and, and it's hard. Many states have a version of a conscience clause um, in, in part of their hospital agreements or something. This is extreme. This is broad. Um, only another one other state, Arkansas, has passed something as broad as this. And so we are actively working to counter it. Yeah. We are working with hospitals. The hospitals are very upset that this got passed because two reasons. One, so many of Ohio's hospitals have LGBTQ affirming health care right. entry points, uh, gender clinics, LGBTQ specific health care clinics. They want to invite our community in. This inhibits them in being able to do so and to regulate their workforce. It actually has a provision in it, folks, that says that if an employee is denied their ability to exercise this conscience clause, they can sue their employer. That wow. doesn't let hospitals regulate the workforce. Exactly. So our hospitals are very upset about this and they are working to counter it and ensure that even if somebody on their staff tries to invoke this principle, they will ensure that a service is provided for that person. Yeah. But sadly, we're already seeing this discrimination happen. We have already heard of cases of people in either single, you know, healthcare provider offices or in more rural parts of the state. Wow. be denied medically necessary care, and we are tracking those stories. So one thing I want our listeners to hear is that Equality Ohio has a legal clinic, and we are seeking to record and document anybody who experiences challenges because of this law. Our number is 855-LGBT-LAW. That's 855-LGBT-LAW or equalityohio.org. There's an intake form. There's a question specifically focused on this. We're working with other Um, Groups like Lambda Legal, ACLU, HRC, they're working to see what types of challenges might be mounted against this law. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Correct me if I'm wrong. One of the reasons that I reached out to you and for this amazing knowledge, but what also blew my mind, besides this being almost unfathomable in 2021, was the fact that the only place I ever heard about this was from Equality Ohio, you know, and I'm wondering, is it because of an upcoming election? Why are people not talking about this? You Like, literally, I have mentioned this to six or seven friends who had never heard a thing about mm-hmm. it. And that is... Oh, that makes me so sad. Yes. But, you know, and, and that's, that is really why we wanted you here so much because... Uh, as good of a job as you guys are doing because, you know, you caught me and all that kind of stuff... I don't think enough people realize because I would hope there would be a swell up, you know, of this cannot continue. And I'm not seeing that yet. You know, I think it is because I I will tell you, we are vigilant watchdogs of our state house and our elected leaders. 
And this was tucked, tucked away in the budget on the Senate side. And if we had not been diligent in searching through this, I'm afraid that some of our most caring partners affected by this might not have even heard wow. about it. So we really raised the alarm bells. And sadly, we think that it was tucked in because we believe that they had gone through the democratic process, through hearings, through a standalone bill, we would have been able to defeat this without issue. Yeah. Most people are not in favor of this, friends. They are not. They see how harmful this can be. And frankly, as our hospitals have raised the alarm bells, they um, do not want to have this because it goes contrary to many of the affirming clinics they're trying to establish. Right. So we really have tried to elevate this, um, but we, we, we are just seeing that they have to get sneakier in their attacks sometimes because they know we would beat them if they tried to do it as a standalone bill. Wow. And you're seeing that not just yeah. at the state level, you're seeing that at the national level. That's right. That's right. They have gotten so creative in these attacks. Sometimes they don't even say the words lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender in legislation. They tuck these types of conscience clauses or other, other legislative attacks with other legislation to try to go under the radar, and then it could be used against the community disproportionately. Right. That's the kind of attacks that we have to be vigilant for right now. Wow. So basically just straight up shade. Yep. Just complete yeah. shade. Yeah. 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 Wow. yeah and, and I think in many ways it's because we have worked so hard right. to raise visibility. We have such a strong community of advocates talking about their family members, their neighbors, their coworkers, and why we need just basic non-discrimination protections and why we need to counter these overt attacks that are being used for, as exactly as you say, Miranda, political reasons. Yeah. Our transgender youth. Can I talk for a minute about our sports bans? Please do. Please do. Legislation. Our transgender youth are being put in the crosshairs to score political points. Yeah. Bills across the country are being introduced to try to say transgender youth cannot play on sports teams matching their gender identity. We already have regulations in place to support transgender youth through the Ohio High School Athletic Association. They've been in place for almost a decade, folks. Wow. Do you know how many individuals, young people, they have helped to navigate through the system? Eleven. Eleven transgender girls have been approved under the guidelines to successfully, safely compete in sports in Ohio. Wow. And yet somehow there is this urgent need to stop all transgender youth from participating, participating in youth sports. Uh-uh. We know that that is a political ball that is being launched to try to help folks win their primary elections yeah. at the expense and the harm of our most vulnerable youth. That is not okay. No. So we are fighting hard against these bills. And I am proud to say, although the medical conscience clause did get ultimately passed in the budget, we successfully stopped this anti-transgender youth sports bill from becoming law. They tried to join it into a non-controversial bill. Um, frankly, it was around... Um, uh, Ohio State University was one of the bigger backers of it. It was to support athletes with their name, image, and likeness. They tried to tack it onto that, wow. and our friends in the Senate said, absolutely not. That is ridiculous. We are not going to pass something like that. It did pass in the House, but we stopped it in the Senate. And even Governor DeWine came out and said the Ohio High School Athletic Association's policies is the right policy to be regulating sports. We should not be taking this up at the legislative level. 
Wow. Oh my God. It just, it just makes my skin crawl. It just yeah. makes me mad yeah. to hear these things, yeah. you know, and, and you see some, some individuals or some uh, groups on the local level that are trying to create a positive experience or a positive, um, uh, influenced by creating LGBT youth sports leagues or doing something that is encompassing, but to have this at at that you know at the state level, just trying to get pushed through is just unfathomable that yeah. these things are there. Yeah, yeah, and you just yeah, it you, really is. You just saw it at the Olympics, yeah. right? I mean, it was the most open homophobia possible. You yep. know, poor Tom yeah. Daly and the other trans you know and then you know what i'm saying though yeah yeah uh it just it it was like i was so excited for the olympics and then boom you know you're faced with that reality yep. again yeah that's right that's yeah. right and even in that competitive arena the most competitive the olympics have actually had regulations in place to support transgender participants for 10 plus years as well wow. and you know our opponents say that transgender athletes are sweeping victories stealing titles from cisgender girls no even at the most competitive levels, we are thrilled to see transgender athletes competing. We hope that some will eventually take titles, but none have yet. Right. This is simply a solution in search of a problem, but really it's a political ploy. That's mm -hmm. what it really is. Well, and when it comes right down to the basics, can you imagine the fear of those people simply wanting to participate in a sport the fear has to be overwhelming, yeah. right? I mean, like That's there's right. there's not enough fear in the struggles they have to deal with on yeah, a daily yeah. basis. Now add this to it. Now add this to it. Right, right. That's right. Trans kids, just like all kids, just want to be part of a team. They right. want to be having fun. They want to learn a sport. They want to feel good when they score a goal. You know, that yeah. is the experience of childhood. It has nothing to do with a person's identity and should not be restricted because of that. And of course, it's it's the adults who have the problem right. because the kids don't care. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. And our educators have been so supportive um, almost universally across the board. They see their transgender youth. They want to support them and give them the best life possible. It's only people with political agendas yeah. at our state house and at the national level that are trying to use trans kids as political pawns. Yeah. And you know what? Speaking of that... Um, we do. I do want to read this email to you. Um, we we tried to give our best answer, but we are going to bow to the expert on this one. So Helen from Baton Rouge wrote to us, Hello, Titty Tats. I'm so confused. I thought electing Biden would secure our rights. It seems things are getting worse by the hour. If elected officials aren't the key, what do we do? Oh, such an interesting question here. I'll give my perspective as a statewide um, organization working at the state level yes. for the most part. Biden has made incredible improvements, just incredible at the national level. Think back on all of the Trump executive orders yeah. and stances that he has reversed, sometimes literally on the first day in office, he did some of those reversals. Yeah. So I, I would, I would um, remind your wonderful listener that that is real, that change is happening at the national level, and we have stopped the assault in so many ways because of his presence in office. Unfortunately, when we often have a progressive leader in power at the national level, mm. our state level governments 
gets a little bit more conservative and a little bit more assertive and empowered in exerting that. And that's what I think we're seeing here in Ohio. We are seeing conservatives try to push back against that national progressive agenda, and they are being more vocal on attacks for LGBTQ folks. Now, mind you, I am fighting to say that LGBTQ issues are a nonpartisan issue. Yes. All of our polling knows that it doesn't matter where you are on the political spectrum, most of our supporters are in favor of LGBTQ equality and non-discrimination protections and against these horrible attacks on our transgender youth. So in reality, it's a nonpartisan issue, but politically, sometimes when we have progressives in place at the national level, we get more conservative at the state house level. And that's why I think we're seeing systematically these bills be introduced state by state across the country. Wow. Great point. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't help when, cause we actually spoke about this on our, I think our last show even, when you suddenly have a Matt Damon, when you have the baby, yeah, when you have all these things like boom, 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 it does cause you to pause for a moment and yeah. and say, is everything that we thought we have been moving forward on, you know, suddenly this this it was a ruse was a yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah, and and it's yeah. scary. It really is scary. In the more the more you it hear is. people who have that platform, yeah that they feel that they can either A, get away with it yeah. or make some kind of half-hearted attempt at an apology just to save face so they can continue to keep either being that political person or being that celebrity to make money or doing whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, I, I don't want to be anywhere near. I don't want to look at you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch your movies. I don't want to watch right. you play sports. I don't want to listen to your music. I don't want to vote for you. You know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. that, that just it's ridiculous that we shouldn't, Again, mm-hmm. as Mr. Thomas would say, it's 2021. Yeah. Why are we? Why are we That's still right. fighting against this? Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. No, I'm I'm totally with you, and it's a reminder that not only do we have a lot of work to do to secure some of the proactive, positive protections, but then we also have to be vigilant and defend against those winds right. in order to keep them in place. It really has, it is so sad that LGBTQ folks are often the political point, the, yeah. the point of, of uh, trying to create tension just for politics' sake, when instead we just want to be going about our daily lives. Yes. You know, and, and to, to kind of segue off of Thomas's comments with, with Matt Damon and celebrities, the baby, and all that other stuff, you know, we got a, another question in from another listener. This is from Tony in Arizona. And Tony writes, my question for Equality Ohio is, what are their thoughts on gay slurs? I've been hearing more and more. The typical and the new alphabet people nonsense. Do we take, do we take them back or do we condemn them? You know, our work as Equality Ohio is sincerely to change hearts, minds, and ultimately laws and policies. So I will only speak for us and when we encounter folks who who have um, either made mistakes or made bad choices in their lives. We meet them where they are and we try to meet them with love Uh because we believe that every single person can have a journey to supporting, understanding, and encouraging LGBTQ folks to live their fullest lives. And we really mean that. We 
meet with legislators, some of whom are not just using perhaps derogatory language in their personal life, but also sponsoring legislation seeking to undermine the community. We are willing to meet with them to show them why they are wrong, to help them understand their LGBTQ constituents and that they actually have to be representing them as well. And I will tell you folks, we have sometimes met with legislators that one would not believe, would not believe could ever come around on LGBTQ issues. And by the brave and powerful actions of their LGBTQ constituents, those legislators' hearts have been turned. Wow. So what I would say is broadly, should people be, oh my God, can, can, I can't even imagine somebody using some of this language that we've been hearing about in the, in the news recently yeah. in 2021 again. Is it worth condemning? Absolutely. Of course, we can't tolerate that behavior. But I would say from Equality Ohio's perspective, when it is possible, if you can have a real and authentic conversation with a person, a human, who may have caused harm as to why it's caused harm, that may go further than just shutting them down on social media. That's tough, though. I got to tell you, that is super tough to try and even think about having that kind of conversation when you know that they know better, you know, and, and that's that's what's frustrating is that you're only using this as a flashpoint to either get your point across or you're just you're just that person. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's so mm-hmm. hard to sit there and say to want to have a conversation with that person because I'm I'm so mad at you. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> And you know what? That's the other thing is, is to examine your own space and where you are. Is that worth your emotional labor? No. Wow. But that is why Equality Ohio exists. We sign up for this job. We yeah. sign up for having yeah. those hard conversations. And we also will not let people, um, we will not let conversations continue, especially in spaces where we're seeking to have an authentic conversation. If someone shows up to that, not with the best of intent right. um, or with intent to do harm, we will stop the conversation because that's not helping them and it's harming our, our folks who are there to speak truth to power. Yeah. But we do believe it's a philosophy. That's why organizations like ours exist. If we don't have the conversation, who will? Yeah. And, you know, the next time you run into <clears throat> that situation, you have our cell numbers. Mm-hmm. Mm. We'll just come right down and that, handle that. Right. You can get in the car and, <laughs> and we'll take it from that point. You know, but you know what? As you were saying all that, the thing that kept running through my mind is thank God there are people like right. you out there. Yeah. And we are so fortunate being in Ohio to have these passionate, educated, amazing people because um, Veranda and I kind of come from a different point of view. When I lived in New York City and I was involved with ACT UP and and I was having stones mm-hmm. thrown at me on the street corners, mm-hmm. you know, and all that kind of stuff, it is difficult to mm-hmm. come to that mindset of let's really sit down as human beings. But I think that's mm-hmm. as if not more effective, you right. know, so it's like a multi-prong approach. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a multi-pronged approach. We believe in theories of change that all of us have to be in this work together. Act up, so imperative, so important. And that strategy and tactic of disruption and of protest is imperative. And we happen to hold the space as a theory of change, of changing hearts, minds, and laws. Is that within the system? Yes. Yes. Are there elements of the system that should ultimately be dismantled? Yes. 
But Equality Ohio has the role of how do we make change in real time in everyday lives right now? How do we work within an imperfect system to improve that life for LGBTQ Ohioans? That's what we're doing, and we applaud and embrace the spectrum of other theories of change in this work. Every one of us have an important perspective and voice in this. Wow, you are amazing. I know, right? Amazing. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm so happy to be here with you both. And I'm so, so glad that you're raising this important topic because it isn't just Ohio. This is happening right. all across the country. And frankly, to our listeners who are across the country, you have an equality Ohio in your state as well. Almost certainly, almost every state does. And if you're unsure how to get a hold of them, go to equalityfederation.org. Equality Federation is sort of the, um, it is it is like the trade association of our equality organizations. They can get you in touch with your statewide organization and connect you with them to connect truth to power in your state. Genius. And we will use our social media. We're going to promote the fact that you came on today and send some love to you guys. And please, please, Thank please you. also remember that organizations like this do not exist in a vacuum and That's they right. need money to continue this amazing work. And we're going to keep pushing for that too, because we're in and I absolutely, are, and we're getting our t-shirts at the very least, even yes. daddy in the oh, control room. Yeah. And, amazing. and I please do not take this as patronizing in any way. I am so proud of you. I am yeah. so proud of what you do and thank God again, you know, because I don't know what we do without people like, like this and the organization and I don't know what we do. You know, I've, I've watched you, um, like I said, at the very beginning in the introduction, I've watched you find your way and find your path and your passion put mm. you in this position. And, you know, we've done so many local things together and, and fundraisers mm -hmm. and, you know, all those, uh, high, um, highly accessible things for our LGBT community to go to. But I love the fact that you took that and you pushed it on the state level. And that's oh, that's phenomenal. You. And every time I see your name pop up, I'm like, hi. Like, I'm stupidly, like, <laughs> waving at my phone, you know? That is stupid. <laughs> you are so sweet. It, it, more than a decade of working this together, you and I, in, in, in every front, in every setting. And it is the honor of a lifetime to be with this incredible team and so many supporters across the state who are doing this. We would never have been able to stop that attack on transgender youth, yeah. but for every single person here who took the time to call, who took the time to email, all we are are the facilitators. That's it. The power is here in Ohio with all of the folks listening. Remember that. Make the calls. Do the emails. That is the only way that we actually make change together. Is is there another? Is there something else you'd like to share with us? Is there any any other uh, bullet point? You know, I really would like to just emphasize our legal clinic again because that is something somewhat unique to Ohio. Um, Equality Ohio has a legal clinic. We serve LGBTQ constituents at uh, three hundred percent of the federal poverty line in a variety of areas of law, and we would love to help you with your problem. So many of our laws, sadly, were not designed for queer families or for LGBTQ couples in mind. And that's what our legal clinic is trying to help folks, just to navigate those scary legal systems and improve their lives. So I just want to say one more time, our number for that is 855-LGBTLAW. That's 855-LGBT-LAW. 
And our intake form can be uh, easily accessed from our website at equalityohio.org. We've got incredibly compassionate, competent staff attorneys on board to help with legal problems. And if we can't for some reason address yours, we hope to refer you to a friendly, loving referral in the state of Ohio uh, to help you with your legal needs. Oh, that's fantastic. And that's why we love you. Yes. Yes. Love you so much, too. Thank you so much for having me today. I am so honored to be here. Oh, my God. We're so honored to have you. And we're hoping that down the road, as stuff develops, you'd be able to pop back in and and rev us up all over again. We would love that. Yeah. Ah, heck yeah. Let's look look at the fall. I think we're going to have some action, hopefully for better, more than for worse. But sometimes in those moments for worse, we need to rev up even harder to fight against the bad attacks. Yes. Uh, We can't thank you enough. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mr. Thomas. Blowing you kisses for random. (laughs) I love you, Alana. I love you, darling. Love you, too. We will talk soon. Be well, friends. Thank you. Wow. How amazing is that? Oh, my God. I love her so much. I'm so happy I had the opportunity to work with her while she was here in Cleveland. Yeah, and uh, I just I just love her passion. Like I said before, I'm so yeah. happy that she was able to bring some stuff to light for us that even I wasn't aware of. Right, you know, I try to stay pretty pretty involved, but yeah, you know, I get kind of sucked into the to the regional area of being just in Cleveland, and I don't see some of the stuff that's on the state level. So I I learned something today, definitely. Yeah, well, you know, and it's also nice to know that there are these compassionate amazing people trying to sit down and have real conversations mm-hmm. where you and I would probably just use our car for that purpose. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, I'm joking, yeah, yeah, but you yeah, get my point. <laughs> you know, I mean, I can't imagine yeah. being able to do that. That's not how I'm made. So thank yeah. God those people exist. That, that's a, that's a tough skill. Yes. And you know what? It takes me a beat to sit back and say, if I hear someone say something, Something or something happens, I, the anger flushes over me Correct. and I get pissed off. And it's like, okay, let me take a step back and I'm going to think about how I'm going to approach this because it's going to come out all kinds of wrong. Yeah. If, I, if I'm revving at them, you know, full speed ahead. Yeah. You know, but to do it right off the, right off the cuff. Yeah. Man, that's tough. That's tough. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I need her on speed dial. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, th- uh, amazing, amazing, amazing. And and for all of our titty tits within the United States, I'm sure that uh, as she just said, there's someone within yeah. on the state level that can be of some assistance to you. Yes. And I would even be safe to say that there's going to be a legal arm as well um, that can help you out. I know we have Lambda Legal here. I yeah. think that's national as well. So yeah. yeah, there's there's definitely a way to help, and even if it's just go to your community center, your LGBT community center, and they may be able to help you, you know, move forward as well, or pay attention to all the the statewide stuff too. So, yeah, yeah, you've, yeah. You've got resources. You do. You definitely do. They're out there. Use They're them. Out there. You, yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. if you need me in my car, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're. <laughs> Let's say drive someone else's car. Correct. <laughs> oh, God. Well, yeah. Th- yeah. Thank goodness again. Yeah. Yeah. Those people are out there. Absolutely. Because we've got to turn this stuff around. We do. Yes. But you know what? It, it take, just takes one person to change yeah. someone's mind. Yeah. Yep, so here we are. Here we are. Mm-hmm. 
Daddy. I'm going to change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm already an ally, so what kind of mind are we changing? That Mickey oh Mouse is a furry. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate how both your minds are so filthy. I didn't go there. He's I meant to put on, me through straight conversion therapy. I meant on like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, we're going to oh turn that sis into my. a sis. No. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey, sister. it's nothing. <laughs> Don't ever I say that even. again. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even. I can't even. Oh, how funny. Oh, my. Well, sadly, it's about that time. Oh, Lordy. Yeah, after such an amazing show, I though. Know, right. But I feel inspired now. Yeah, good. Let's, good, let's, good. Let's, let's go out there and do something positive. Let's do it, right? And yeah. we'll send that energy out. Yes, absolutely. So it's time to say goodnight, Veranda. Goodnight, Veranda. That was a lot of energy. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's time to say goodnight, Daddy. Good night, Daddy. And this is Thomas. Always remember, if you got nobody else, you've, you've always got, got us. Tit for tat, oh tit for tat, for every tit, there's a tat. Tit, tit, tat, tat, tit, tit, tat, tit for tat. Thomas and Miranda, a dude and a queen. And you can count on them to give you the dish. And if we don't like you, you're a son.